0: Sweet. All right. So let's commence the 10th Gridcoin Hangout. Uh, thanks for uh, joining us, everyone. Uh, currently in uh, attendance, we've got APC, uh, myself, my Custom Miner, Erkin, uh, Reno, and uh, Baumix. I'm not sure how to pronounce your, your name, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BMX. Uh, BMX. Let's call it. All right. BMX in participation started. So uh we put up the uh, the tenth hangout uh thread uh, quite late just because uh not being massively organized this week, but nonetheless we've got some topics to discuss. Uh the highest voted uh, topic is the uh, our attempts to get Coinvert and Shapeshift to add uh, Gridcoin, uh, we've been tweeting at both of them, trying to you know get both of them uh, to uh, compete against one another to get Gridcoin added sooner before the other. Uh, so if you retweet uh, my tweets to them, hopefully we'll get uh, you know some response sooner rather than later. If you can, uh, if you're listening, uh, it would be really appreciated if you would go to Coinvert or Shapeshift and. Uh, you know, send in an email uh, requesting uh, Gridcoin support. Uh, if we get added to ShapeShift, that'll be pretty good. Both of these uh, services allow you to really quickly uh, exchange one coin to another without uh, creating an account, right? Which, uh, you know, this will increase our liquidity, hopefully. You know, will give many new users the ability to Gridcoin without having to, you know, hold their coins on an exchange, which is always a risky factor. Uh, you know, it's also just quite easy to use. You know, uh, Coinomi also has uh, Shapeshift integration, so that'll be uh, complementary. You know, does anyone have anything to say about a uh, Coinvert or Shapeshift?
1: Yeah, I know everybody's installed all the wallets and stuff. <laughs> Uh, actually, I checked out a video uh, about Koinomi there just a second ago, and it looks pretty cool, man. Like instant, uh, what the hell do you call that? Uh, exchange rates? Yeah. That's the deal. Thanks, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, swipe over and say who you're going to pay it to, and bickety-bam, little QR codes and stuff. Looks cool, man.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, they're both very, very similar, uh, you know, businesses uh coinvert is a uk-based business i think they're in london i'm not exactly sure Uh shape, shape shift is uh an american-based company you know so if you want to support one over the other for geopolitical reasons you know you can do so if you so wish true uh, yeah all right america moving <laughs> on to- yeah america uh, moving on to the next topic, this is uh, Gridcoin Man, a.k.a. Trader Man, uh, suggested... Uh, uh, sorry, I was just reading the chat there. Uh, right, so he's got a few suggestions. So number one is uh, the multi-wallet JAXX said they're looking into adding more cryptocurrencies to their wallet this year. Uh, he's Gridcoin Man is saying that having Gridcoin on their form would open us up to uh, a huge swath of uh, new Apple users because currently uh, only is only for uh, Android and potentially, you know, uh, Windows in the future. But, uh, you know, and uh, Apple users are currently limited to having to use only the uh, the beer's web wallets, uh, like Open OpenLedger and stuff. So anyways, he's continuing. He says, Well, uh, it works in every single operating system. So getting added on to Jax would be a huge win for Gridcoin uh again he links uh, a link to uh jacks's uh tweet where they're asking the community what uh, cryptocurrencies they want and uh we've been you know tweeting at them uh, myself and uh the official Gridcoin network uh you know twitter accounts uh so if you were to uh you know reply to their tweet and say yeah i want Gridcoin added the like and retweet our tweets that brilliant you know every extra exchange like this is uh adds special uh, additional liquidity to grid which is brilliant because m- more liquidity means that if you want to sell or buy Gridcoin, it's not going to affect the the uh the exchange rate of coin in a drastic manner like say if you wanted to sell like five bitcoin worth of wine you're going to suit se- if you were to just dump it on the market you would severely uh, impact the uh, market rate, you know, so uh, having a new uh, wallet will be uh, good for the future. Uh, moving on to uh, his second proposal, so he wants to begin uh, advertising to Android users how they can join the pool directly through uh, the modified Boink client. So, if anyone doesn't know, uh, Trader Man successfully modified the Boink client so that you could use the uh, KT's pool. Previously, uh, you were able to like select a different, uh, you know, account manager, then edit the URL. Right, so it would appear that it would work. However, it would still attempt to connect to that old pool. I mean, old uh, account manager. So this is pretty good. This means that Android users are able to crunch Boink work units through a Boink client uh, for the. Pool. Get paid directly to the Coinomi app, and that's just a full circle for Android users. You don't have to change any other system. It's pretty good. Uh, he's created a cryptocoin talk thread, uh, you know, for the uh, modified Boink Android app. Uh, we previously talked about potentially getting, um, you know, Android blogs to, to talk about this, like Android Forest, Android Police. You know, if we were to get one of them to do a, a small blog article. You know, I could rake in like, you know, a couple thousand users potentially. That'd be crazy. Uh though to be honest, uh I've had to give some constructive criticism on this topic. Uh it would be to wait for Katie's pool to be more stable. Not that it isn't currently stable, but it's that uh Katie is currently undergoing uh you know large changes to the uh, her pool. So she's moving from Windows to Linux and she has some things, and she's also going to be, like, hopefully contributing to the, uh, the open-source pool kit in the future. So maybe we should hold off. I'm not sure what people think about that, you know?
2: Yeah, I think it would be better to hold off there until Katie has got her stuff 100% sorted, because I don't think she would be happy if suddenly there was a, a whole lot of people knocking on her door.
0: This is it. I think one of the, one of the main reasons that... Uh, yeah, you know, the pool really stressed out Katie in the past was because that you know it began as like a small side project that's pretty cool helping out the community. Then like you know with a single uh, slash our futurology post, she gets over a thousand new users who are all like you know some of them are like crazy and stuff you know so that's overwhelming. So if I have another couple thousand users to pull and it wasn't optimally working, then that could be. Uh, Negative for, you know, uh, Gridcoin and for Katie. You know what I mean? So I think it'd be good to get Katie's input on this before we really drove uh, Android advertising, you know.
2: Yeah, I think everyone's a little bit wiser though now. So uh, if anyone saw uh, someone revving Katie in the uh, IRC or wherever, um, someone would sort of nip it in the bud, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, totally. I
1: was looking at uh, that apk that they'd made and i'm gonna i hosted it on my share here but i'm gonna probably like install BlueStacks or something and get it all ripped up because i don't i don't even know who made that really
0: well it's a fully open source boink client right so potentially what we could do is we could just take the changes that are being made for these like uh you know i think the current process that uh trader man has proposed is that you use uh Uh, an app that modifies apk files and then make the changes that way what we could do instead is just modify the uh the github repo directly so that uh everyone is immediately by default has the option you know for the working uh configuration rather than having to do the, the manual config themselves which could you know for users that are wanting the simple one click you know this is my, and this is Boink, this is the pool, this is the, you know, my Koinomi. Having the extra steps of I have to manually configure, you know, uh, some background settings might be too much for some, you know, uh, non-tech savvy users. Yeah,
2: the, the phone is very different to normal PC and laptop and et cetera. So, uh, you know, it needs to be as simple as possible. K-I-S-S. Indeed.
1: Did you want to, um, sorry, lost my thought. Frig, did you, uh, want to do, like, a pull request on official Boink, or did you want to make, like, our own clone kind of repo, or? What?
0: There's an official, uh, Boink Android client repo that's separate from the, uh, the Boink repo, the, like, slash Boink, slash Boink, right? So, uh, I think the, uh, the point community is looking for Android developers, so I don't think okay. I don't think they would be like I don't think they would reject any change that we would propose. It might be a bit of a headache to get like a, a developer to integrate the change if they were you know away. But David Anderson seems really on top of his game despite not being funded, you know. So potentially that could just be integrated really easily. Yeah. Nice. So the last thing that Trader Man I wanted to talk about was that. Uh, he is interested in getting Gridcoin added to the, uh, the business called Room of Satoshi. Uh, this company is a cryptocurrency bill payment service based in Australia. Uh, they've recently added Dash and they, uh, they could be interested, uh, potentially in adding a science based cryptocurrency like Gridcoin, you know, especially the fact that, uh, you know, uh, you, many users try and offset their point computation, like you know electricity bills, with Gridcoin. So if we had room of Satoshi accepting Gridcoin, you could directly exchange your Gridcoin, you know, to cover your electricity bills without having to like potentially take it to an exchange, change it to fiat, send it to your bank, then you know pay your your electricity bills. But uh I think it's a brilliant idea. Potentially, it might be only limited to Australia, but it's a really good start if they were to add us, you know?
2: Is their stuff open source?
0: I I do not know. I don't think so. I think it's more like uh, they're a a utilities company and they accept cryptocurrency payments.
2: Yeah, it might be an idea to look and see if there's an open source of of that type of thing out there. There possibly might be. Um, But I think it's an extremely good idea. It may just be Australia, but... We should look for an open source version of that because that would be excellent everywhere.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: It would open us up for an awful lot of uh, liquidity.
0: No, at the moment, just looking at their website, it looks very much so like a just like a business. They've not open sourced it because you know it's uh, it's just like paying your electricity bills, basically. Uh, Yeah, and it's only in Australia. But I mean, it's it, it would be free if we were to manage to get them to add it, which is, you know, it's a win-win. You know, it's not costing us anything, and Australian users could pay with Gridcoin. And, you know, anyone that uses Room of Satoshi, uh, Bitcoin, Ether, uh, Litecoin, or Dogecoin, and potentially even Dash, uh, you know, they'll see Gridcoin if we were to get added there. So that's great advertising as well for us.
1: Maybe if we... Uh ask them if there's some way we can help them internationalize it, like maybe they need nodes set up everywhere like us, you know?
0: I mean, potentially, like, you could reach out to them if you were interested in you know, becoming a sister company in a different country, yeah. But, uh, I don't think it's, like, possible to be an open source, uh, you know, utilities payment company, you know?
2: Cool. There There must be one out there somewhere. Potentially, it's worth looking, definitely.
0: Right, does anyone have anything to say about uh, Jax uh, or the modified Point client or uh, alongside that, the Android advertising or Room of Satoshi before we move on?
1: Yeah, I think I misunderstood the Room of Satoshi thing, but now that I do, uh, yeah, we should ask if there's something we can do to help them expand their business because uh, Australia only kind of sucks.
0: Well, if you if you or anyone that's listening in the future uh, go to the 10th uh, GridCon Community Hangout RSVP thread, where we suggested, like, the threads and stuff like that, right? Uh, there's links to all the tweets we're sending directly to these companies, including Jack's, including uh, this a room of Satoshi, and say if we get, like, 10 or 20 people retweeting it, that might be enough to, you know... Uh, get someone to seriously consider it. Because every time you retweet, it's like a ping in their face, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Alright, moving on to the next topic. It's uh, for anyone that has not listened to the previous Hangouts, or who has not uh, been keeping up on Gridcoin news recently, uh, the Gridcoin has been added to both the Coinomi multi-wallet and to Open Ledger. right? So... Coinomi is uh, a fully open source Android wallet that will potentially have uh, other platform support in the future. Uh, You can exchange between like, I don't know, like 20 or 30 different cryptocurrencies, you know, uh, through Shapeshift. Unfortunately, we don't have Shapeshift support yet. When we do, we'll be able to easily switch between, you know, Gridcoin to any other cryptocurrency and back uh, within just the Android client. But this means that you can take Gridcoin on you, you know, on on the go, uh, and you can send Gridcoin to like your friend or you know pay for goods and services uh, in person rather than having to fire up your laptop and uh, pay that way. Open Ledger is pretty cool. Uh, the main uh, thing about Open Ledger is right. So Open Ledger is like a web wallet f- uh, based on Bitshares decentralized exchange. So you can uh, when you go to Open Ledger. Uh, they don't hold any of your details. They don't hold any of your coins, right? What well, uh, What happens is that when you launch their web client, the files are stored locally on your computer, right? So you, all your keys and stuff are stored locally. So if they get hacked, it's not gonna. You're not gonna have your coins stolen or nothing, right? So uh, you can uh, you can deposit Gridcoin onto the Open Ledger uh, web wallet, right? Uh, directly from the Gridcoin blockchain. Uh, by doing so, uh, you get in return an Open.grc token, uh, which is representative of the Gridcoin back it, uh, You can then trade this Open.grc token for any of the assets that are currently trading on the BitShares decentralized exchange. What's pretty exciting about this is the fact that previously, the only trading pairs that Gridcoin has had is uh, Bitcoin and US dollar. Realistically, only Bitcoin, because US dollar is really non-liquid. Like, you know, uh, you might once in a while get a couple dollars on the correct exchange rate. But if you were to trade, you know, like 50 or or $100, uh, you know, it just wouldn't work. Uh, so... This could mean that you could buy Gridcoin with Steam Dollars, with Ether, you know, uh, without having to have uh, Shapeshift or Coinvert support directly. Uh, The only thing is that you will have to wait for someone to trade that token with you. So potentially it could be like a a while before it trades, uh, the trade goes through. So... If you don't want to use the Open Ledger web wallet, there are several other web wallets. Uh, there's the Freedom Ledger. There's uh there's a couple in uh Asia, I think I can't remember the exact name of it. Uh and there's the DEX DEX. Uh so there's about four uh web wallets that you can use that are very similar to Open Ledger. There's also the uh BitShares Lite uh client, it's like a standalone client that runs on your computer. Uh all of these can utilize the uh, deposit method that OpenLedger has opened for uh, Gridcoin. Basically, it uh, OpenLedger acts as the bridge uh, for Gridcoin onto BitShares decentralized exchange. Uh, to really take advantage of, uh, you know, what BitShares has to offer for Gridcoin, we're probably going to have to uh, create... Uh we could either do one of two things. We could make... Uh, we could take the the BitShares Light wallet, right? And basically change the the default view, right? So instead of seeing all the main trading pairs that people want to see, you see the trading pairs directly linked with Gridcoin. So you would have Gridcoin to Bitcoin, Gridcoin to Ether or to Steam and stuff, rather than having to uh, currently go to like, uh, you know, trade other assets, GR, open.grc colon, asset you want to trade so it'd be more user friendly Uh, the other thing we could do is potentially uh the web wallet is fully open source so if anyone is uh interested in running a decentralized uh web wallet uh for people uh you would probably have to back it with a business but uh, you know you could create a grid coin uh view for everyone so you know again the uh, important Gridcoin trading pairs would be displayed prominently uh, for users. That would increase liquidity and uh, potentially drive uh, BitShares users to uh, Gridcoin, you know. BitShares is fully supported by Project Rain, uh, which means you could issue an asset on BitShares for like 2 or $3 and then distribute it to all the Gridcoin users if you were so inclined when the project rain is uh, live in the future. Uh, so that's something we could also do to uh you know, uh, cheaply advertise uh gridcoin to uh Bitshares users, you know. Send it out as a nice little token. Definitely. Uh right, so moving on to the next topic. We've got a few, so I'll for uh, a few that are in the same kind of like voting tier. So I'll just go for the one that I think is quite important. Uh, David Anderson, uh, the lead developer for Boink, has proposed a 2017 Boink workshop. Uh, who's interested in going? Uh, so I can give, I can just basically read out what he's saying so it, because it's quite difficult to actually get the information. You have to be... Uh, subscribe to the boink underscore projects mailing list so i'll just go ahead and read it right uh there were no boink workshops in 2015 or 2016 because of budget crises basically what happened was uh, the nfs uh ceased funding uh boink which really sucked uh fail nfs anyways continuing uh but now uh, he has uh, some travel funds again, and he's interested in doing boink related work. Uh, so uh, there's some interesting boink related work going on. Uh, for example, the use of Docker for both server and client. Integration with Condor. Condor is uh, an other uh, distributed computing uh, client, so potentially we could see, uh, you know, condor being integrated into boink or potentially chunks of boink being you know uh, replaced by condor so that's it that's interesting uh, you know uh also projects at nanohub and tacc i'm not sure what tacc is but nanohub is uh, a group of uh, nanotechnology companies that have got together uh you can google nanohub uh, it, they look pretty serious. Uh, I don't know anything about uh, any sort of nano uh, project. There is a nano surf project that has been added to The Problem with it is that I don't think it's really affiliated with Nano Hub because one, it's in a different language, and two, it looks very much so like it's uh, It's not fully configured. Like it still has the view of. Uh, the default view when you start up the, you know, the Boink web server is this like uh, project XXX with purpose XXX, you know, which you have to replace. They haven't replaced it, so it kind of looks a bit sketchy, like someone's trying to uh, domain park. You know, uh, I would maybe hold off from joining Nano stuff uh, until we found out more about what Nano Hub is. So moving on, uh, he's also talking about. Uh, he wants to talk about issues related to community governance, uh governance and lots more. So community governance, uh they're moved towards a, a community governance model where uh several of the uh core pointy, uh members uh got given like, you know, seats on the project governance model wherever. So it, uh we tried to reach out to them in the past and failed, but Potentially, I was just, uh, you know, poor planning on our part uh, or poor reach out or whatever. Uh, So, it'd be great if Gridcoin could get our representative onto that uh, governance model. That'd be brilliant. Uh, So, moving on past that, he says um, he proposes that we have a Boink workshop in 2017 with a format similar to the last few, uh, such as short talks, tutorials, discussions and hackfest, like hackathon and stuff. So, he says, when should we have it? Yay. Matt Blumberg, I'm not sure who that is, uh, I think it's a point developer, feels that our usual time of late August and September is inconvenient because of vacations and semesters starting. Uh, plus, we should be meeting sooner than that. Uh, how about something in the April slash May range? Uh, if you have re- preferences, let uh, David Anderson know. Uh, he's asking, where should we hold it? Europe is a logical place, he says. Uh, I know that the Yo-Yo at Home guys uh, are very interested in going if it's held in Germany. So potentially it could be held in Germany or somewhere very close to there. You know, Amsterdam's quite close to Germany as well. Uh so yeah, he says, if anyone has the possibility of offering a venue, let him know. The requirements are a meeting room for at least 50 people with a projector and Wi-Fi for four days. Uh, cities that have cheap flights and hotels are preferred, as are cities with large mountains nearby. So that's the end of his, uh, you know, uh, message. What do you guys think? What, what, what's the
2: mountains thing?
0: I think that's just him. He, he lives in, like, uh, California, so this is him flying from California to Europe, so he's like, I want to see some mountains, you know, so fair enough, man. You
2: know. <laughs> so he, wa- he wants it held in Switzerland, yeah? Uh, maybe. <laughs> or the Black Forest.
0: Somewhere, somewhere of a hill, you know.
2: <laughs> the plains of Spain. <laughs> you know, the desert area, I mean, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah anywhere Make them feel at home anywhere in europe really suits me you know uh, as long as it's kind of like a safe area you know uh, some some parts of europe have got a wee bit sketchy recently uh, but most places should be fine
1: not Hungary.
0: <laughs> yeah no or
2: bulgaria
0: no. no preferably it'd be like the netherlands germany maybe spain you know uh netherlands would be cool netherlands would be pretty cool especially for 4 days
2: Hey, why not have it in Dublin? That'd be even cooler.
1: Amsterdam?
0: Amsterdam would be pretty cool.
2: There's some really big um, internet stuff done here in in Ireland.
0: Yeah, potentially. It's just more or less uh, we've got to get consensus of where we should hold it from, like, the greater Boink community. Potentially we should uh, raise this, uh, you know, Boink workshop 2017 uh topic on the boink uh official forums that way we'll get a, a greater kind of pool of who can go where people would want to hold it you know
2: yeah well dublin doesn't have mountains yeah <laughs> uh
0: the april may range might be a bit difficult for me because i may have exams during that time i'll have to look into that in the next like day or two uh if i do i'd really prefer it was like you know after that so the June time. Yeah, like early June kind of thing.
2: Yeah, that sounds better for, for me as well. Mm.
0: But I mean, I, I'm interested in doing this. If I can attend, I'm definitely going to attend. Uh, a, you know, give a talk about Gridcoin, give a talk about uh, Project Rain and stuff, uh, participate in the Hackathon network and stuff, you know? Definitely. We could we could talk directly to the uh, the Boink project admins and be like, yo, can you add... Uh, I red coin logo. If they say no, be like, "Why not?" You know.
2: <laughs> I think I might start. Yeah, uh, truly
0: face to face.
1: I Think I might have to start saving up, then.
0: Hey. <laughs> well, um, you know, seriously. potentially, potentially, we could uh, offset some travel costs uh, for foundation. You know. Cool. Get
2: in their faces. <laughs>
0: So there's also a uh a Twitter uh post uh that I created about this. Uh I'd appreciate it if anyone listening would uh retweet that. Uh, you can follow me at at Custom Miner and just kinda scroll down past all the crap and find the, the post on the seventh of October. <laughs> if it's probably easier to find it on the uh the hangout uh suggestion Fred, the tenth one. Does anyone have anything to say about that or uh questions or proposals or anything before we move on?
2: Uh, there was one question and i asked it to you on irc why not do it live in other words you could have some of it live all you need is a you, you don't have to have pictures you can have it as like for example a mumble and all you need is mics and a laptop that's it
0: yeah i was thinking this like uh, you know the past hangouts there's been like you Know maybe a couple of papers have got on the internet, but there's not really been any recordings of like you know any of these uh tutorials or talks being given, which kind of sucks because I would have you know it's good to absorb some of the information that you know these guys are bringing it to uh to light. Uh, so if I do attend, which I hopefully will be able to, uh, I will be recording it, uh, you know, at least the audio. What would be really cool would be if uh. We recorded, like, a, you can get the 3D cameras that record uh, 360 degrees, yeah? Well, not yeah. 3D is in, like, whoa, it's 3D, like, just a 60 degree. If you got a 360 degree camera and just mounted it, like, at a certain point and just kind of carried it about, that way you could, like, watch it at a later date and be like, oh, I'm next to Custom Miner.
1: <laughs> or um, Periscope. Have you yeah. played with that app?
0: No, it's not kind of, like, small bursts, though.
1: Uh, You can actually record, like, a friggin' half hour, man that's quite cool yeah so like it'll it'll stream it live while you're doing it and it links it directly to your twitter so you get lots of cool twitter followers outside of like your circle of people and it also takes the recording and hosts it for later use whatever it's pretty awesome man
0: there's definitely something we could consider or should consider even like we could do uh Take recordings, like audio, for like uh, perhaps uh, uh, special editions or whatever for this Hangout. We could also do, as you say, the Periscope of like, you know, short talks and stuff or just goofing about in wherever we hold it, you know, uh, at night or whatever.
1: And the 360 of the conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: 360 camera would be pretty cool. And uh, maybe even uh, recording some of the direct... uh, you know talks that are given that'd be good uh what would be really interesting if anyone's listening that is of, of influence uh if you were we were able to get uh you know sponsorship for this you know uh there's some seriously big companies that uh you know like i b m for world community grid that uh could potentially you know sponsor it somewhat you know potentially offset uh, some travel costs or uh maybe get a bigger venue for us because at the moment like he says that 50 people with a projector you know but
2: i reckon it could be a lot bigger than that if some thought and some uh pr
0: was put into it yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking cuz just in germany germany alone there's probably like at least 10 people that would probably go you See, know? that's
1: what I was thinking uh, with the Amsterdam. You get kind of like almost a brand recognition with the city itself. Like, people know what Amsterdam's all about. You got the red light, you got the weed stuff. You know, it's, it's like one of those cities where it's like, oh, yeah. You say like Berlin, people are like, hmm, the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Totally. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, you need like a flashy name, you need like a really cool ad campaign. I bet you could get like friggin' a thousand people there realistically
2: I have a feeling I have a feeling the internet congress world internet congress is actually taking part taking uh, place in Lisbon sometime next year in the middle or close to June I think I think it's in Lisbon as well cool
1: I think maybe we should uh, hit up some of those other communities that are maybe already established like the DefCon and stuff like that be like hey Uh, do you have, like, a mailing list you could lend us for this other cool thing that we're doing? You know, not trying to, like, poach your shit. It's, like, a completely Mm. different thing about... uh,
0: Get them to send it out.
1: Yeah, something like that. Maybe team up with, like, some other already well-established, like, consortium stage-type thing that they do, you know?
0: Definitely. They could maybe even uh, reach out to, uh, you know, get european funding potentially uh i know there's like the european uh desktop grid federation or something we could maybe reach out to uh and potentially even like se- several of the big boink teams could potentially you know uh somewhat sponsor the event like overclockers there's uh you know linus tech tips or whatever you know uh if they're really interested in boink and computing you know surely uh you know, uh, somewhat aiding the development of, or the future development of uh, Boink would be in their best interest, you know?
1: Yeah, man, I'm heavily considering going now. That would be a pretty fun trip to Europe and meet your dudes and talk about Boink with the dudes that made Boink and stuff. That would be pretty amazing.
0: That would be pretty cool, man. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: kind of a high point in life, one of those things. you like, oh, I remember that time. Mem- remember that time we met the dudes from Gridcoin?
0: Remember that first time we met the dudes from Gridcoin? <laughs> oh, yeah, I
1: remember those. I remember that time. I remember that.
0: <laughs> oh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember.
2: Custom-Miner, I was saying uh, World Internet Conference. is not. It's um, what I was thinking was the Web Summit. Ah, yes, i heard yeah. of that. Yeah. That was held in Lisbon this year. I don't know where it's going to be held next year, and I have a feeling it may well be Lisbon again. And it'd be great to be on the sidelines of that.
0: Cool, cool, cool. It's definitely something we could consider. I think, right, so a, a good idea is to create the thread on uh, the boink forums. That way we'll draw a whole bunch of uh, attention it, get consensus of where and when. Those are the two important things. And then also, he's talking about trying to get the invest, well, you know, sponsors. You know, reach out to the Boink projects, the teams, uh, and whoever we can try and get. You know, make it good.
2: Yeah, that web that web summit, by the way, is um, in Lisbon, November the seventh to the tenth, twenty sixteen. That's this year, uh, this November. Cool. It's a whole lot of Irish guys to run it.
0: Excellent. Yeah, that's pretty much it. The only thing we've got left to discuss is the uh, from last. We started bringing up the old uh, threads that kind of had uh, uh, ceased discussion on official uh, uh, crypto coin talk threads, but they never really, uh, we never really dug to the bottom of it and you know uh, gained consensus on what you know the community wants to do in the end or whatever. So basically, uh, I'll just rattle off the the. Uh, the the names, and then someone can shout out one of them, and we can discuss it, right, if you want. So we've got the team requirement, we've got the voting weight balance type, uh, we've got ideas for boink projects, we've got the magnitude multiplier, we've got the extending uh, proof of research, uh, you know, like Additional functionality, whatever. We've got Gridcoin using graphene in the future. We've got uh, the foundation rules slash definitions, and we've got a potential Gridcoin Ripple network gateway. So, does anyone have does one of those pique anyone's interest particularly? I like the graphene thing. Is the uh, the splash did the splash boat come to an end? What what's happening there? Yeah, I already paid uh, a couple of the guys for like for second place. I do have to pay uh, the I paid the first and third place, I'll pay a second place guy and then uh, I'll give everyone else like a runner up, kinda like fifty grid coin kind of thing. Uh, when I made the the you know, the, the poll, like I don't know, five or six people were like, Oh there's this is terrible, you know, which was, you know, not what we were expecting or, you know, uh, it kinda sucked, so potentially uh what we could do is uh just if anyone really wants to get their uh, splash screen included in the the client, uh, I'll create a GitHub issue. Uh, I'll include the most voted upon, uh, you know, images. And uh, if any official, like, uh, you know, objections or suggestions are made, potentially whoever made the the splash screens could like slightly tweak it and then it might get included to the live version uh, all at the same time I think what would be a good idea would be to create a uh, a tutorial on how to uh, perhaps actually instead of a tutorial how about we modify the, uh, the grid coin uh, you know compiling wiki article to uh, add like uh, you know like uh, replace the splash screen section you know just like an extra couple lines if you want this splash screen or that screen you know or uh just this one file before you compile yeah you know I mean, uh, do you have any kind of like uh suggestions or do you think be decent enough any lessons learned do you think from this kind of uh contest i don't think we've held it massively brilliant, uh, you know terrible grammar there
1: yeah i know i know uh Rio was a bit confused as to if he won or what was going on and stuff. I was like, no, no, you did really well. I think you actually won. Just um there's some people that were chapped about the image changing in the first place. I don't know. It's like a lot of people that aren't really active in the community until there's something they don't like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, y- there's definitely a lot of use there's a lot of users, just that's a fact, right? And a lot of users are inactive and exactly as you say, they won't become active until something, you know, uh rustles or jimmies or triggers them. They're like, Oh, I like it and then they like rant or whatever. Uh this isn't targeted at any one specific person. There was like five or six people, you know, that posted, oh, you know, we've done this way or that way. Uh it was just an informal kind of contest. Uh, I think we should uh, hold more of these kind of contests and uh, maybe not have it so much. So uh, the current issue with the current contest is that it requires the next step where we actually implement one of the splash screens. Whereas like, uh, you know, say we held a contest for creating adverts or whatever, we could just say, all right, the top three people that are voted will get this amount and then everyone else will get a X amount or something. Uh I'm really interested potentially getting people to make a uh, A4 kind of like poster for recruiting uh, developers or users to Boink or Gridcoin. You know, Uh, I'm going to university now, and there's a couple places that uh, I could like slap up a couple posters and potentially see a couple, you know, like uh, research students join, which would be really cool. You know, definitely. Yeah, it's
2: easy to do that sort of stuff. But anyway, I was gonna, I wanted to come in and say, I think it's really good because what it's actually done with those people who are now complaining, it's basically stirred the pot. And when you stir the pot, all that stuff comes up to the top.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So uh, you know, it's open to like constructive criticism, uh, and I don't think anyone was, you know, nasty or anything like that. Uh, the reason why I didn't include, uh, you know, an extra option of. I don't want it to change, was the the thread where we were holding the contest. Uh, 15 people voted, yeah, let's change it to only two people voting now. So, you know.
2: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I didn't vote at all. And the reason I didn't vote is I, I actually took it very lightly and I put those things that together. I mean, I didn't really spend much time on them. And I put in an awful lot. I think I had nine in. And, but, I mean, yeah. as far as I was concerned, yeah. it wasn't a a major thing at all and uh, <laughs> but some people did take it seriously i think.
0: oh i was just gonna ask i was wondering like why did i get some grc out of that like did i just get a participation ribbon or what was that i, I think you came uh like how much great coin did you get again I think he sent me... I'm still loading the wallet after my reload, but I think he sent me 50. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we put in the rewards of, like, you know, the first three people got, like, X amount, but then, like, you know, there was quite a lot of people, so I'm going to be sending everyone that actually did participate, like, at least 50 grid coins, so... You know, just for participating. It's not a lot, but at the same time, it's kind of, like, thanks for creating images and stuff. It was really cool. Uh, you know, we had, like, 20 or 30 uh entries which is brilliant. All you know different entries and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah participation yeah. ribbons. Awesome. Yeah. I
2: I particularly liked Urkan's one, the one with the artist.
0: Yeah. That was me trolling Urkan. Yeah.
2: <laughs> was it?
0: Was it you? Yeah.
2: yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that. <laughs> Very good. Happy little grid coin. <laughs> Well, now you know why you got 50.
0: Yeah, everyone that participated but came, you know, four for lower will get 50 grid coins. So uh, if you're not in IRC, but at, at the moment I can't launch uh, IRC cloud for some reason, either because it's being DDoSed again or free nodes down or something crazy. Uh, uh, if you're not in IRC, please post your uh, grid coin address to the, uh, you know, the splash screen contest, Fred, and you'll get some grid coin. So, yeah. Uh, Back to the original topic. We've got the old list of discussions. Uh, It's kind of like an open floor, like, uh, if you want to discuss one or the other. Uh, We did hold uh, a poll on the voting weight balance type, and it came out to be uh, averaged at, like, uh, 5 to 1 of uh, balance to vote weight type, uh, sorry, balance to magnitude uh, you know in the voting so potentially where or not we should implement that you know that could be up to discussion uh we only really we only really ever get like max twenty percent of total vote weights participating in polls which is pretty bad and I don't know if you if we should should we really consider that like consensus? I mean if we put like a minimum vote weight on like Determining if a, a poll is genuine or not could result in uh, all you know potentially all future polls not being genuine if we don't hit that minimum. You know if that's uh, because of you know low voter participation or just pure communication to our end users. You know,
2: twenty uh, percent is a bit low. Yeah.
0: That's just how democracy works. I mean, we got like in my city a twelve percent voter turnout on the last city council.
1: Yeah, that's uh, like thirty percent nationally for your federal vote. I think was the last estimate. Mm,
0: true. I mean, like if you don't if you don't vote, it's not a, a vote against the uh, you know the proposal. It's just a null vote, right? So if you want if you want to you know express uh, your opinion on it. You could have voted to keep it the same. Uh, you, if you didn't vote, you didn't express that. So yeah, potentially we should go ahead with it. Uh, so I guess I'll make a, a GitHub issue related to this, or will it just uh, update the current issue uh, so that uh, you know Rob can potentially act on it in the future?
2: Yeah, I th- I, that's a really difficult one, isn't it? 20%. Yeah, but uh, what the others say is true. Uh, the voting levels are low uh, historically across, no matter what we talk about politics or even this. So I think you should just go ahead. Twenty percent is twenty percent, and that twenty percent are the active ones.
0: Yeah, I mean, like we've we've got that amount of voter participation in the Gridcoin whitelist in the past. So it's not like this is just for you know expenses or uh, whatever. It's across the board that's pretty much the max we have gotten thus far to date. Potentially, we could increase that drastically if we do chase up the um, the email marketing issue. In fact, topic, email marketing issue. I've got, a, uh, I came up with the idea of, uh, you know, contacting, there's a, a team founder mailing list uh, that I could chase up and basically ask uh, other team founders, uh, how did you, uh, you know, get past these regulatory issues uh potentially maybe we could get uh some other kind of system put in place uh the only issue if we were to try and get uh david anderson to change uh it from you know the current system where the team founder has to extract the email addresses and then contact them however he deems necessary or appropriate to like uh, an inbuilt mass uh, message system is that not all BOINC projects update frequently. So you could change it and, you know, the majority of projects might not update, you know, so it might only be limited to like a couple projects that we could uh, send an email out through or send a message through.
2: Is there is there no way around it from the point of view of, say, the wallet now is being updated and it's a mandatory upgrade so that every single person who's on the list needs to be emailed and incorporated in that email. We can incorporate other things.
0: I mean, honestly, it it really just boils down to like, uh, e-regulations are just stupid. Like it's, it it is like a 400 pound fine per (laughs) email per instance. It's like, it's just completely, uh, it's, it's just because of the massive amounts of uh, email spam, botnets, and stuff in the past that they've gone against. You know, extreme criminals that they've created these like crazy uh, rules. So, uh, potentially, uh, something we could do is just directly message people through the the client again. The direct uh, solution is to email the team founders. Get their uh, their consensus on this topic and then take that consensus to uh, David Anderson, you know, potentially get it changed for the future. So that not only myself, but other teams don't have to deal with this, uh, you know, huge responsibility, you know?
2: Yeah, and it is, it is. I mean, the the only other way, and I think you were talking about that, was, is to become an LLC. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which, uh, you know, is still on the table, but it's just a matter of... Uh, finding the time to do it and stuff. It's, uh, you know, doing in-between studies and stuff. It still seems like it'd be ideal to have some sort of a message of the day pop up in the client itself. That would be pretty cool. Uh, We have to create a a GitHub issue for that. Uh, I don't think we did create one, despite it being like a suggested uh, idea a couple, like more than a month ago now. I mean, potentially it could have been done by now, maybe. What about newsletter-style emails? This is the exact same as uh, the the email marketing campaign. A newsletter is just the exact same. Like uh, the main issue is that uh, if it was like an opt-in thing, right? Where uh, oh, uh, Erkin is saying the the message of the day is an issue, right? So if you support the message of the day issue uh, or feature. Uh, jump into that GitHub issue. The issue is number 114. Uh, Suggest how we could implement it. You know, if you've got an idea of, you know, you send a transaction to this burn address, and then the client parses it, whatever, uh, you know, that would drastically accelerate its development, rather than relying on Rob figuring out, you know, how you could potentially go about doing it.
2: Yeah, you can put a .00001 transaction through and do it that way.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, It's just a matter of dealing with spam then, you know. Uh, But going back to what you said, right, so it's far easier and far less of a headache if uh, we've currently got the Gridcoin newsletter, which we've never sent an email out through, but it's at the bottom of the Gridcoin website where you can put in your email address and you'll sign up and subscribe. So you would expect to receive an email from there, right? However, with Boink, you don't, the majority of users don't realize uh, that they are sharing their email address, uh, including the listeners. If you're listening, you're sharing your email address with me. Uh, when you sign up to a Boink uh, project, it says, uh, do you want to receive emails from the project admins and the team founder? Right, And it's like, well, yeah, I, I want to I receive emails when I was there, update me on the project. But what I don't expect is that the team founder for the team you join has, like, your exact email address, not just, like, uh, you know, a message port or whatever to send a message out. So potentially, if we were to extract the 7,000 email addresses from our entire team, that, you know, maybe 100 or whatever would be like, uh, how did you get my email address or, you know, since they don't know how we got their email address, right, that they may report us and stuff. And, uh, you know, despite having given uh, permission in the past, you know, through the bank project itself, it could be a massive headache. So it would require, you know, the limited company, you know, to absorb, uh, you know, liability. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, I'll be contacting the team founders list, uh, mailing list, getting consensus on what they think the could be a solution. Taking that to David Anderson, and uh, you know, if I can't get that sorted out, I'll go through the the limited company route. So, yeah, sound good.
2: Have you ever heard of a company called Send in Blue?
0: I, I have not, but I' reading up on the European uh, you know laws on email spam. Uh, they say that uh, even if you outsource your email marketing campaign to an external company and they spam on your behalf or, you know, you get in trouble uh, because of that, their actions, it's on you, not on them. They don't absorb uh, liability off you, which kind of sucks.
2: Mm, okay. Now, the reason why I saying that, I just noticed here, I'm looking at, I, I was going to bring this up a little bit later on. I'm looking at uh, a SuchFlex uh, mail that I received. And I notice at the bottom here, it says, uh, if you wish to unsubscribe from this newsletter, click here. And at the bottom, it says, sent by send in blue.
0: I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, it's just an email marketing and email automation software. Um, Yeah. I mean, if they're not including their full business address... At the bottom of that newsletter, they're breaking the law, which is crazy, you know.
2: Yeah, no, it's not there. It's just, it just says the such flex team, and if you wish to unsubscribe from this newsletter, from our newsletter, click here, and it's got sent in blue, sent by send in blue. That's it. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe it's different for the different countries around the world, but in the EU, it's just, it's just crazy. It's like a nuke. To, oh, I no. uh, know. it's
2: awful. You, you, I, I couldn't I, I, if, if I had a whole list of friends And I sent out a text To a whole group of friends that Some of them could actually sue me
0: Yeah, which is just nuts, you know
2: But that's text That's not even email mm. That's ridiculous No, it's just deemed as spam And Once it's spam, it can be text It can be any digital uh, Way of sending a message
0: Indeed. Uh, hey Fuzzy, we're just talking about, uh, currently talking about the email marketing campaign that we've been putting off, basically uh, taking the emails the, from individual Boink projects uh, where users have you know, given us the permission to uh, email them uh, and sending out a newsletter to these users, however, the problem lies in EU regulations around spam and stuff like that. So you'd have to do it behind like a company and stuff. So it's just a bit of a headache trying to figure out ways around it—not legal ways around it, but in terms of like potentially into you know uh, chasing up the point developers to make it like uh, investigate like a uh, an inbuilt me- mass messaging system. So. Yeah, we. Yeah, I was thinking about making a, a company for it. Uh, I need to make a company anyways for the Project Rain, you know?
1: You know, to be perfectly honest, man, um, it's not like we would be the first people to take advantage of uh, somebody's happy clicking like <laughs> they did opt in, you know what I mean?
2: This is true. In the EU, for some reason, that doesn't seem to matter.
0: Yeah, it's very much so. Just way overboard. Like it's uh, it's like taking a, a nuke to a knife fight. <laughs> you know, like it's just way too crazy rules. So moving off that crazy topic, uh, yeah, you have to get a lawyer and stuff. Uh, does anyone want to discuss one of the old discussions that we could revisit? Uh, is anyone uh, really uh, interested in the team requirement? Uh, ideas for boink projects, magnitude multiplier, extending proof of research, utilizing graphene for uh, Gridcoin or boink in the future, uh, foundation rules slash definitions, and uh, Ripple uh, Gridcoin network uh, gateway.
2: Yeah, there's three there that really interest me. One is the membership, the other one is Ripple, and the other one is the. Uh, oh, God, now you've lost me.
0: Yeah, so uh oh, uh team membership uh requirement. I made a massive thread uh on Steemit uh, explaining my full stance. So uh with these old topics I try and revisit my stance cause like, you know, it'll be like sev- six months will go by and like someone posts post reading my initial post and it's like if I go over my initial post it's like what was I talking about, you know? Uh, so it's definitely worth reading my uh, revisited uh, team requirement stance.
2: Uh, Be a pragmatist. Yeah,
0: totally. So my stance is that we should remove the team requirement just based on the fact that we currently reward half a percent of the total u active user base uh, with proof of stake cryptocurrency. More people that are buying our cryptocurrency in order to do stake increases both liquidity and market cap which is pretty good you know uh there are definitely difficulties mainly in scalability and security security could be dealt with by severely increasing the uh the bar that we set for whitelisted point projects that means that uh non-ssl projects potentially again could be uh at subject of being removed in the future uh as well as projects that are potentially found to be uh, vulnerable to cheating, you know. Again, uh, I gotta go and in- extensively break down the uh, the team requirement for a topic uh, in Steam. I- I'd recommend you read it. It's definitely worth a read. Uh, regarding the, uh, the use of graphene in the future, so why i bring this up is that initially when we were talking about like switching from proof of work to proof of stake like i was freaking out about switching from proof of work because i bought an asic and stuff and i was like oh we can switch to like a different type of proof of work you know guys and then uh you know we ended up picking a black coin to go off of but the problem is that like you know we can we can integrate some of bitcoin's changes you know especially like security changes but the we've kind of um uh, bitcoins going off in this direction where we're becoming massively incompatible with them unless we really chase after everything they're implementing like if you look into the changes they're making like a segwit and the lightning network you know they're cha- they're completely changing their uh protocols and stuff so you know if you were to look at like Blockstack, for example, it's like uh, it's kind of cool, like you know, it's storing it on top of the blockchain and easily extracting it. But the problem lies in that we can only currently, uh, you know, implement a certain version of Blockstack because after that version, uh, we become incompatible with uh, the Bitcoin code because they severely change the way that they operate, and it would require massive hard forks for us to change. Uh, you know our client to be more like uh, bitcoin and you know potentially down the road what if uh, uh, bitcoin experiences massive security vulnerability come to light that we could also be affected by but the problem lies in that we would uh, we'd have to upgrade our code significant but just massively to catch up if we weren't able to implement chunks you know so mm-hmm. don't really, like cause fear or anything like that, but you know, potentially in the future we could impl- we could switch over to Graphene uh, if Gridcoin didn't want to switch over to Graphene, if this crazy doomsday scenario never happened you know, uh, with Project Rain, you could utilize Graphene to uh, create a new type of uh, Boink rewarding uh, cryptocurrency uh, and like share drop an initial Balance onto, like, say, Gridcoin users, BitShares users, and uh, the entire Boink user base, based on, say, uh, their current and their historical, uh, you know, contributions, be huge, right? But the difficulties that would lie in uh, implementing a uh, distributed proof of research on graphene is that currently with Gridcoin. Uh, each user stakes when they cur- when I stake, right? I reward myself what I'm owed, right? But with uh, Graphene, you you elect delegates, or well, the upgraded term is witnesses to create the next block, right, in the blockchain. So users that hold the coin don't create the blocks. You you hold the coins to have a, a vote weight to elect individuals to create the blocks, right? So the elected users would have to provide the uh, the point statistics and also send out the transactions that pay the users. So ultimately, you'd be entrusting witnesses with, uh, you know, ass- asset generation capabilities. So you would have to really uh, be strict about it or potentially uh, implement, say, like an artificial intelligence that would, uh, you know... Dictate who is owed what and take the uh, the asset generation capability out of the witness's hands. So that's isn't
2: that what the neural
0: network here does? Well, yeah, and no, I mean, like the neural network currently is. Uh, you run a client, right? Your client goes grabs every single individual Boink project's uh, XML files, right? Your Gridcoin client takes these files. Uh, extracts the grid coin stats from that, right? And uh, when you put all of these stats together into a table, it basically boils down into like a hash of like, all right, I've got all the stats, and this is the, their current values timestamped to this day. And uh, if everyone has, everyone should have the same hash, right? And if the majority of clients agree on that hash, that's what's agreed as the uh, super block that will be allowed to stake today, right? So, uh, yeah, in a way, it is distributed, and uh, through that, it allows individual clients that when they stake, they can, you know, access the rewards they're owed. But we're talking about, like, you know, with graphene, uh, how could you implement distributed proof of research onto the graphene blockchain? You know, so I'm just totally ranting at this point. Hopefully, Fuzzy is listening still at this point.
2: Yeah, no, I I know I know what you're talking about there, and I mean that's that's that to me is the way we should be going. Um, because if we're going to be bringing on more more and more users and with all the ideas that we have, then you're going to be able to you're going to have to be able to service them.
1: Like, uh, the idea of the witnesses, it kind of allows another buffer layer to screw with the numbers, uh, instead of, you know, people being so worried about like whales and investors and stuff like that. There's an opportunity to kind of like see those people and be like, Hey, uh, you have like a lot of money. Maybe you should sit this one out or, you know, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Also like the, sorry. I also like the idea of uh increased amount of um, transaction rates and stuff like that. If we're looking at growing, we should probably look at that. Also the security risks and our uh differences to the Bitcoin wallet now. We should look into deving our own stuff and uh just becoming more self sufficient and yeah, you know, I don't know. It's all good I think
0: yeah i agree so you said like uh what if like a big whale comes along and you know tries to manipulate the uh witnesses to a certain degree right so currently you can only upvote uh witnesses in the BitShares network right so that means like if say an exchange holds a crap load of coins they can't say all right i'm gonna vote everyone out you know you can't have that they can maybe vote someone in but then all the other witnesses will say this guy's reporting you know Malicious stats, or whatever, we could, you know, kick them out. Uh, yeah, it's a matter of like, uh, if we are to scale up from the current like 2,000 users being rewarded by Gridcoin to say, like, potentially, if we had no team requirement, right, and we have had a successful uh, advertising campaign, we could be over 100,000, 200,000. There's over five hundred sixty. Yeah. Active boink users, right? You know, so currently, with uh, if we were to have like 100,000 users trying to maintain the neural network, right, that's going to be the OS, uh, the boink projects, because you've got thousands, tens of thousands of users, hundreds of thousands of users, if we were, had did have that amount of users running the client, downloading the XML file, trying to, you know, uh, create the neural hash versus right. say a hundred elected witnesses, uh, who would be myself, yourself, Rob, F King Lag, you know, uh, RT Money, etc. Like uh, who would be running dedicated hardware specifically for the, uh, you know, that had like extra computing capabilities, dedicated for you know, downloading this data, crunching it, and deciding who was owed what. I mean really talking about some theoretical stuff here. Uh but really need to talk theoretical if we're talking about scaling uh from two thousand to five hundred thousand, you know? Right. Yeah. And I mean, we're not ditching Gridcoin. We could we could uh do what we did for the jump from uh proof of work to proof of stake. We could take a snapshot and say, dedicate like, you know, 50% of the coins to Gridcoin, 10% of the coins to like the BitShares network for their graphene tech, right. Which would recruit a ton of interest from BitShares and then, uh, you know, rain the rest onto like, say the entire, uh, Boink user base to buy their, uh, you know, uh,
2: participation.
0: Yeah. It's buy their participation. It's like buying users, you know, yeah, definitely. And, uh, Sounds you know, cool. potentially that could escalate higher than our current market cap if we were, especially if we were to be like five hundred thousand users. That'd be just crazy.
2: Yeah, that's what I was talking about in the last hangout about a roadmap. We need to create a roadmap. The roadmap needs to be created, and we need to stick by it and do it.
0: Well, that's that's a tough topic because I think several several users in the community and have completely different roadmaps, kind of planned out like uh rob keeps his his uh plans close to his chest like he's uh currently working on the uh you know an improved uh cpid mechanism he's working on making uh he's saying the binary uh uh, what's it the binary super block or something like that so it's to save space and stuff like that so he's thinking about like you know small uh efficiency changes and then you know uh we're talking currently i'm talking about like project rain you know including very different cryptocurrencies into the blank space and then we're also currently talking about maybe implementing distributed proof of research onto graphene which is completely off the roadmap you know what i mean it's a different different direction you know so yeah so.
2: but but they are they are all they're all they're all going forward you see i mean i suppose you know there will be forks off the the main s- straight but you know, they all will end up in the same place as long as they're held together.
1: It's hard, though, because, like, if I want to, like, go forward with this graphene stuff, basically I have to be like, custom stop working on Project Rain and come learn everything there is to know about graphene with me and do this test thing for, like, the next two weeks until we have, like, something to even show for it, right?
0: That's some not so much an issue, i say, like... Uh if we were to propose to switch to graphene from, you know, uh, proof of state currently, that, uh, you know, would Rob be like, no, I don't want to do that, you know, or would he be supportive? It's a big change, you know what I mean? So we could do the incremental changes on proof of state whilst uh, a subsection of the community works on the graphene implementation, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, we could implement the, the... Innovations that are being created for the current gridcoin proof of stake implementation. You know, um, uh, Erkan. Yeah. Do, do
2: in other words, do it as an investor. Yeah,
0: kind of like do, we could do it as like a side project. Uh, I think jumping into the coding right away is the wrong way to go about it. We need to theoretically think about how an, a witness could securely pay an end user, right? Uh, without being able to mm-hmm. dictate who gets paid what so you know every right. witness would have to uh keep every other witness to a strict level of like this guy's reporting the wrong stats alright we got to like temporarily prevent him from doing whatever so it's it's really we'd have to uh
2: that's multi-sig
0: it's a massive project, basically. I, I'm interested in being like uh, involved in such a project. It'd be pretty cool. Erkin is saying in the in the chat, witnesses also have the taste of going from decentralized to more like centralized. So yes and no. So currently, if you go into the uh, the Gridcoin issues, I raised an issue where Karaka uh, raised uh, an interesting point where it was like uh, we were saying hey, only 60 to 100 million grid coin are ever staking at any one point in time out of 380 million, right? Which works out to be like something, uh, it works out to be like a max of 30% of uh, grid coin are ever only staking at the one point, right? So, you know, uh, that's...
2: something yeah, going on there. it's a
0: matter of like, people aren't actively staking, so we're not being as secure as we potentially could be, right? Uh
2: it means us Bitcoin probably aren't in wallets, or yeah. operable, or operable ones.
0: They could be in exchanges. They could be in cold wallets. They could be destroyed, you know. But uh, ultimately, uh, you've also got the. Not only do you have like a third of the stake weight actually staking, uh, so that means like a fifty-one percent attack is drastically less expensive than it should be. uh... You've also got the fact that currently only Windows wallets are able to stake a superblock. Right? So Linux clients do not gather the bank statistics and try and form the uh the super block that we base our rewards off of. So potentially that 30% of stake weight could be broken down to maybe only this is fear, this is guesstimation, this isn't accurate, right? So of that 30% how many people, what percentage of that 30% do you think are actually running Windows versus Linux? I know a lot of people use Linux, you know?
2: Well, I mean, we look here the, the generally within within the Hangout here, I'm Windows.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. Uh, I use Linux because it's a, a bit more stable for like the full nodes. I do run a Windows client uh, for my main staking client because it, I know that in order to have a super... We need Windows clients, you know?
1: I think we're about half and half,
2: man.
0: Yeah. yeah. It'd
2: be interesting to say. But I had to guess.
0: But the main point is that, like, if we were to have 100 witnesses who were voted into place, right, what's the decentralization of 100 people versus potentially... Uh, fifteen percent of the total total stake weight, you know, of the gridcoin network. So fifteen percent versus a hundred users, kind of thing. You know, it's uh, it's kind of subjective, but uh, I think graphene does offer uh benefits over uh, you know, the Bitcoin uh protocol, basically that we've been uh, building on top of
1: Nakamoto, mm,
0: like. You know, Graphene sends transactions. Well, the block times for Graphene are like max three seconds, so your transactions are pretty much instant, you know, Uh, versus like the transaction time, sorry, the block times of like 90 seconds for uh, Gridcoin at the moment. So, you know, there's benefits of both sides, but it definitely be an interesting project that I'm interested in uh, being a consultant for, you know. (laughs) So I actually spotted an interesting uh, module called C++ in finance uh, that I'll be sneaking yeah. into uh, in the next couple of years. Uh, so potentially that could uh, open doors towards Graphene or even, you know, maintaining Gridcoin maybe in the future.
2: C++ for finance, yeah? Yeah. Mm, Shall lock Sounds
1: pretty relevant.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I found out I was like, oh my...
1: Oh man, you said that in the chat. I was like, "Wow, lucky kid!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice man.
0: So I know that there is currently, uh, so within the BitShares network, they've got this this worker proposal system where, like, uh, their network can want people to uh, you know do work and in return they get paid, right? So they've got this uh, inactive worker at the moment where there being, uh, someone's proposing to add bit shares as, you know, adding bit shares to Ripple as like a gateway, right? So, uh, you know, people could buy bit shares directly from Ripple. Uh, We could also do the same, uh, but for Gridcoin, obviously. Uh, Ripple is like third on CoinMarketCap, and despite its like shady past, and not that it's like corrupt or nothing, but it's kind of like a the way it was issued is kind of like you know a bit mm, not sure about it, you know. But at the same time,
2: it, it caused a ripple.
0: Yeah, it's it's like one hundred forty million pound, sorry, million dollar market cap. It's got big banks, uh, you know, looking into it. Potentially, it could bring liquidity. It could bring investors to Gridcoin. That could be interesting. Uh, the only issue is that whoever was the gateway would be, you know, effectively like a money exchange, uh, you know, operator. So it wouldn't be like just running a client or a node. It would be like you'd have to be a business and stuff. Potentially, we could uh, approach the worker for BitShares uh, and say, hey, we really like this idea. Uh, we'll promote your active worker if uh, you integrate uh, Gridcoin as well. That could be something we could do, you know. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, the banks are really looking at that very heavily. I don't know why, but they are.
0: I think it's just like a, a stepping stone for like uh, banks that aren't quite ready to go full hog, make their own custom blockchain. You know, with if you're looking into making your own blockchain system, the real options are like uh, Graphene or Hyperledger if you want to go from scratch. Uh, If you want to build on top of like a platform, you, you could go with like, you know, maybe Azure has one, but I know that IBM has their Bluemix blockchain, but then you're relying on their platform. Uh, And then, you know, you could go towards uh, Ripple as like just a stepping stone, like, hey, we want to dip our toes into this crypto market. Oh, wow, we can like, you know, trade currency at an unlimited quantity, Uh, you know, in a fraction of the time. And, you know, fees that it would take to send it across uh, versus, like, uh, you know, conventional means. So, Ripple could be, like, a stepping stone for these big banks before they expand into their own implementations. Uh, That's my just speculation at the moment. Because, really, I've not really involved myself with Ripple. I've not involved myself with the uh, stellar, you know, fork of Ripple, neither. It seems competent, but... I know that Ripple kind of, kind of, I'm not massively fond of their initial distribution nor their, you know, uh, kind of. I'm not sure if this is. I don't want to like, you know, uh, put false facts out there, but I think they may have inflated their uh, their market cap in the past. Uh, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I think it's a good idea. To uh, get integrated onto there as well, as l- uh, you know, as long as it's kind of like uh, it brings benefits without being extremely expensive, you know. Yep. All right. Uh, does anyone have any ideas for point projects, or uh, uh, have an I- a, a view on the magnitude multiplier?
2: I, I don't know much about the mag, the magnitude multiplier at all.
0: The concept of the magnitude multiplier is that uh, currently all point projects uh, receive equal rewards as one another right so one project could have a thousand users crunching it one could have five doesn't matter both get rewarded the same the magnitude multiplier uh kind of idea is that you could vote for one project to receive more than another uh, how much one receives more than another that's still to be defined as... Very touchy subject for many users. Like many users are very fond of the equal pay that each project gets. You know, uh, many users don't like the idea of if this was a flexible thing. Say, if you were a whale and you voted for this one project to, to get a huge uh, vote weight, and then people switched over, right? Because it takes like you know, say, a month uh, to properly build up a magnitude. Potentially, you could uh cause computing power to shift to another project then you could you know vote for a different project that you were crunching yourself to boost your mag potentially that's like an attack vector that you should maybe consider but at the same time magnitude multiplier could be a massive like uh internal uh use for Gridcoin. you know say if you created a boink project you need more uh, you've not got quite that amount of uh you know point volunteers you buy some gridcoin you vote for yourself suddenly you know you see more computing power flock to your bank project that could create value in gridcoin you know that's just devil's advocate talking you know it's uh potentially good use for gridcoin uh but I do need to reevaluate my stance on it it's it's maybe like a year old, my old stance in this at this point. It's very basic, and several users are very against it, you know? So. It's
2: a difficult one, really is.
1: I'm kind of against it. It's a little. Seems a little bit extorty to me.
0: Yeah. Right. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Oh, no. I, I don't know, man. I'm just. I like the even thing. I'm an idealist or whatever, uh, an INFP. It was recently brought to my attention. My Myers Briggs.
0: <laughs> anyway, I mean, yeah. On one hand, you've got the even distribution of rewards means that, like, a small project that uh, doesn't have a lot of uh, influence doesn't have a lot of, you know, you could be a student, you make a point project, uh, you meet the whitelist definitions, you get in. You've got an equal amount of potential, a potential equal amount of uh, computing resources being allocated to your. Uh, point project versus say world community grid comes along buys a crap load of Bitcoin and votes for their project and suddenly they're getting rewarded more than you know the small project uh yeah that could suck potentially as like a middle kind of stance between that uh the equal pay and the like you know, extreme uh, world community grid 99% versus 1% for the small guy would be, like, we could have tiers, you know, uh, where uh, you could vote for uh, one project and it wouldn't go over a certain amount and a smaller project wouldn't go below a certain amount of uh, rewards being distributed to them. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be the case of, like, a massive project completely kicking out all other projects, Uh, there would kind of be, like, a safe low point for, you know, guaranteed low point for projects, you know. Uh, Potentially, you could also extend that to some people say, uh, you know, have the, the, the idea of, oh, potentially the scientific projects should have a guaranteed higher amount than the commercial point projects that may appear in the future. You know, these are all kind of ideas you should kind of contemplate, you know. But it's definitely something I need to revisit personally and uh, kind of reevaluate my stance. And I'll create a point, uh, sorry, a, a steam post on this, like I did with the uh, the team requirement thread, uh, because uh, yeah, my current uh, post is quite old at this point, and it doesn't really reflect my my current stance. You know, it's uh, not as, as not as articulated as uh, my recent post been. You know.
2: Yeah, that's very much six of one and a half of this and the other, that mag thing. It's, uh, there's good, 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 you know, split the, split the uh, page in two and, <laughs> and say yes and no.
1: Yeah. yeah. man. Like, like I said, I'm like an idealist, but some people enjoy healthy competition. Like they think it breeds, um, innovation and something like that. I don't know. I'm more of like a haste makes waste kind of guy, but like, I don't know. Exactly. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. It takes all kinds. We have to kinda think about it a lot. I'm not gonna fight with you or about it or anything. I think it's definitely something to think about, but uh maybe removing the team requirement might just be enough for now.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm on that with you by the way, Custom minor. I think the team requirement needs to be removed. That would be my vote.
0: Yeah, ultimately if we're talking about like what could be more beneficial for the market cap, I think by introducing a uh, magnitude multiplier, yeah, it could introduce more internal uh, you know, use of grid coin within the client, you know, more reasons to hold it, but at the same time it could introduce a, a ton of headache. It could drive users away from grid coin from bad yeah. experiences. For sure that could be definitely a thing, especially if like someone upvotes it one project, everyone moves their computing power, they the attacker or, or malicious person crunches everything else and then they move their vote weight and then they have a crazy mag or whatever. That could suck, right? Yes, I think the uh I think the team requirement being removed would be far more beneficial, uh but it would require dealing with the realities of scalability, you know?
1: Uh, yeah I was totally against removing the team requirement but like and I realized how against exclusivity I am and rethought it after the last couple hangouts or whatever when we talked about it last time and I think it's kind of a good idea Uh, for one like obvious reason it can make us less of uh, a tongue-in-cheek kind of enemy of everybody else that does boink <laughs> like it's <like>, stuff <laughs> like, like just ban happy friggin' chucking us from forums and stuff like mm. every time we even mention Gridcoin, because then everybody can have a stake in it and then we're all benefiting the same way and they can all see the intrinsic value instead of seeing us as like something to compete against
2: yeah i agree yep 100 percent agreement
1: also, that seems like a bit easier to manage than what we were talking about. But we should probably, once I'm done editing these Hangouts, investigate graphene really heavily and see what that's actually going to take. Can't be that bad.
0: Well, remember the uh, I sent you that link for the uh, the the follow my vote guy. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, for anyone that's listening, uh, follow my vote is like a graphene-based voting uh kind of platform so they're trying to mimic currently the presidential election is like their current drive their their project but why it's relevant is that they created a youtube video where they showed creating a uh, a graphene test net and he did it within like you know 15 20 minutes fair enough he's experienced in doing it it would be a lot more difficult to actually uh do it if you know you were a new user but nonetheless you know it's quite easy to boot up a graphene blockchain you know where the difficulty lies in is uh, theorizing this, uh, as I said previously. I'm rattling on the same circle, but uh, how to implement distributed proof of research in a witness kind of uh, setting, you know?
1: Right. No, but like I was saying, like with the right person, explain Linux isn't too bad. Like it was. He's so chill and cool, like and very to the point. It was great video and uh, yeah, totally recommend looking at that if you're trying to figure out how to build something on Graphene for sure.
0: Uh, can you stick a link on there?
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanks guys. No
0: worries. There's the link I just sent you mate.
2: Ah, go, man. Watch, I'll become a Graphene freak.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, for sure. Once you start understanding these things, then you're like, oh, it's just a cleaner version of this. That's neat. But mm. <laughs> it's hard to see from the get-go. I don't know, man. I've had a really hard time. But, you know, I just started this stuff like literally a year ago now, right?
0: Yeah. But, you know, it's uh, an equal playing field. It's uh, very much so a new uh, technology that's being created in front of our eyes, you know, every day. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, more and more places to spend it, more and more places to make it, more and more people with different ideas, and uh, like the Steam front-end stuff and things like that. Uh, Fuzzy and I were talking about something he wants me to make for him. I'm going to keep that kind of on the down low, obviously, but uh, really interesting, cool idea, and I'm totally going to put some time into that if I can. I don't know what it entails, but... You know, if I'm already doing graphing and stuff and things, I uh, might as well jerk around. Have some fun, man.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like, in the last hangout, in the ninth hangout, uh, we discussed, like, how we could utilize uh, Steam optimally as Gridcoin. you know, and uh, we uh, I proposed the idea of uh, this was quite... Uh, influenced by fuzzy right and the idea was creating a grid coin front end for steam so you can basically take steam the back end client and produce basically what you see as steam uh it's easier to create the uh the front end client without the you know login capabilities and stuff like that there's a couple websites where you can see uh users that have created uh their own personalized view of Steam, the content being behind it. But yeah, back to what's uh, relevant is that you know we could be promoting the Gridcoin uh, threads, you know, and when they uh, they click on it, it takes them directly to Steam where they can like upvote it and stuff. But then alongside it, we could have you know like um, relevant links, like uh, you know links to this Gridcoin Hangout. We could have. Uh, Detailed stats for the gridcoin blockchain for voting and stuff like that, you know it could be quite beneficial, you know, really utilize steam and that could potentially drive steam users towards gridcoin as they see us utilize their technology more you know a nice looking portal indeed, and I mean like steam's currently i don 't know where they 're currently floating about, but they were like you know seventy to eighty million dollars uh, market cap uh, in the past uh, week or so, and that 's that's quite significant comp- considering we're like, well, like 3 million market cap. Uh, yeah.
1: Everything I learn about steam, I like, um, <laughs> so I don't know, man, I see it growing a lot. Like that, uh, the video I showed you the the Pico Colonel kid, he's like high school kid. He made that scream. It's like a Twitter front end kind of thing, but you get paid like with steam bucks or whatever. I thought, had a good chat with him on YouTube. Is uh. That's from the Steam, Steam Smart Podcast number four. Mm. Give a shout out to them because they're pretty cool. <laughs> so That's people should go check that out too. Yeah, man, definitely check that out. This is uh, what was his name? Doug? Hollow? Uh,
2: <laughs> Holloway? Maybe? Oh, Holloway. Yeah. Yeah. As an as an aside, I'm still trying to get back into Steam.
1: Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> definitely worth a look, man. Uh, I like their format too. I was thinking we should set up some kind of webcast kind of thing like that too, where we have um, you know webcam interviews because that wouldn't be too hard to set up.
2: And as I said, live via RC.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really thinking about that too. I just made a note about about that again. Uh, beside my GRC Steam front end, and BlockPay. I don't remember why I wrote that down. I don't understand BlockPay. That's why I didn't. That's why I wrote it down.
0: BlockPay is quite cool, but I mean, currently I think the one thing that kind of confuses me with BlockPay is that they mainly accept the uh, the BitShares smart coins. So like your uh, your BitUSD, Bit euro or whatever, is basically, you know, a market-pegged asset that represents your local fiat currency. I'm not entirely sure if you can pay with, you know, just any old asset like open.grc, but when you buy uh, an item, you can certainly uh, be rewarded. Like, uh, you know, like uh, shops sometimes reward you, like, uh, loyalty points or whatever. You can assign loyalty points in any token with uh, BlockPay, which means you could potentially reward someone Open.grc as their uh, loyalty coin or whatever. Uh, so it's definitely worth keeping an eye on BlockPay because they've they received quite a significant amount of funding. They've got se- serious aspirations and potentially in the future see Gridcoin being uh, implemented as a, a payment mechanism for uh, well, well, over block pay, and I mean, uh, block pay allows uh, like shops to uh, accept payment uh, via like phones uh, quicker and cheaper than current uh, payment mechanisms. Like, you know, if you've got uh,
1: Android Wallet or something.
0: Well, it's not so much Android Wallet, but you know, if you've got like the no,
1: no, there's actually a sorry, there's a new a- app out called Android Wallet. They're giving out discounts for if you use that form of payment in for like Uber and stuff.
0: I see, but have you ever been to like a you know your your local corner shop or whatever you know, and you try and pay by card, and you go, oh, it will be an extra fifty p or an extra fifty cents or whatever charge because it's card, right?" Where you know if you were to use BlockPay, I as a customer pay like the half a penny or whatever, uh, half a cent, you know, fee for the payment to go across versus the the current uh you know 50 cents which is yeah fair enough it's paid by the customer but you know it'd be far less noticeable uh via this new system uh it's got potential for being rolled out across the world you know so uh, uh, potentially yeah we really see uh, the ability to pay your local groceries with Gridcoin in the future you know
2: yeah, I'd love that. That'd be very cool. Red Bull had a, a vending machine at uh, the Prague conference, and we haven't talked about that. Uh, what was the guy Evok um, who was going to do the talk there? I haven't heard anything about that. Um, he uh, or the Red Bull had a, a vending machine. You could buy Red Bull uh, using your phone.
0: That's quite cool. But on the topic of vending machines, I, I, I can't remember who it was but back in like maybe February. Or uh, maybe even December. There was someone who was talking about implementing uh, a gridcoin as a uh, payment mechanism for a vending machine using like a uh, a Python Bitcoin library. I'm pretty sure they were related to the military because there's a lot of like kind of uh, boink military kind of personnel kind of stuff. Uh, if you're listening. Uh, please do get in contact that'd be very cool Uh,
2: (laughs) uh,
0: yeah Yeah,
2: absolutely
1: uh, oh um I I remember one of the uh, IRC people is uh, a DOD I'm not gonna Mm. dox him here but yeah we can talk about that there that might have been them
0: (laughs) that'd be very cool to see that you know be a thing you know and potentially, you know, we were talking earlier about the uh, the twenty seventeen uh, boink uh, workshop or whatever. Uh, if we've got these ideas, we could totally like, you know, do a hackathon and uh, uh, present these ideas, these potential, uh, you know, implementations of uh, cryptocurrency mixed with boink or whatever. You know, uh, really looking forward to it. I'm really excited.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's lots of ideas out there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's
1: stuff I want to keep secret and stuff. Now I I just uh, realized what I'm going to be making here, and I'm pretty excited about it. I, I don't know, man, my cup runneth over right now. The notes, man, I have <laughs> this page of crazy notes. <laughs> it's so crazy right now.
2: As long as you can read your handwriting tomorrow.
1: Oh yeah, buddy, I write like a, I'm, I'm pretty. Uh, Was it penmanship is a virtue? Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, all right. Jack
0: of all trades, master of all.
1: Master of none—that's the problem. Now
0: I've got a white, uh, Not... a whiteboard full of stuff scrawled on there, like you know, gridcoin-related stuff. Uh, you were
1: There's stacks and stacks of paper because <laughs> I hate the environment. I guess I—I I liked it.
0: <laughs> uh, you were talking about a, uh, you know, a steam uh, gridcoin. Uh, front end or whatever, we could also, you know, tie that in with like uh, if we were to present like uh, you know a web view of uh, uh, market pairs on the BitShares platform. That's definitely somewhere we could, where we could promote the uh, the Open GRC to Steam and Steam dollars. Uh, you know, market uh, market pairs that can be traded on multiple BitShares platforms that could. It definitely increase liquidity between the Steam and the Gridcoin platforms for sure.
1: Okay, Go, cool, go, cool, go, cool, go. Cool. WebView. Mm.
0: Alright, that's pretty much us done all of the uh, the currently posted topic suggestions, so if anyone's listening or, you know, that wants to discuss or propose something, or if you've got a project where you want to uh, get some limelight and it's related to Boink, cryptocurrency, or Gridcoin, Do post it in one of the future RSVP and uh, threads. Uh, We'll upvote it. The higher the upvote it gets, the more priority it will be given. Uh, There's no silly suggestions. We will pretty much discuss everything, you know. Uh, If it's a troll post, we'll probably ignore it. We'll probably mention it, but we'll pretty much ignore it. Uh, But yeah, at the moment uh, that's us finished with all the current suggestions. We've now got an open kind of uh, kind of discussion at the moment if anyone wants to propose a uh, topic to discuss uh, please do so
2: uh, Did anyone receive that such flex uh, mail?
0: Negative though I never signed up for it
2: Alright, okay um, I'll read it so people can hear what's going on uh, Philosophy let me see No, let's move back a bit further on this Um, right this is the second email that I've received from them they're offering discount schedule on their new coin FlexCoin maximum supply 1 million FlexCoin
0: I saw this uh, this FlexCoin it's uh, a BitShares asset is it not? Yeah.
2: that is correct it is it is
0: so does it give any kind of explanation as to what it specifically is i mean there's i know that like say open ledgers open ledger has the bits uh there's a couple other uh companies that uh issue you know an asset on the uh the BitShares platform and like if you buy that token you'll get like Not so much dividends, but they'll like do buyback phases where they will like buy the coin and then burn it or whatever, you know, so that holders will, uh, you know, they'll be incentivized to a certain degree. I know that the PeerShares platform has currently created uh, dividends to a certain degree, and I think they may be integrating dividends into BitShares in the near future, but I'm not entirely sure on that. Uh, so that could be something to look forward to. But uh, is there any kind of... Uh yeah,
2: there's an explanation here. I'll read out what there is. This is on the, from the first email. I was reading from the second there. That's the discounts they're offering. It says, what is Flex? Flexcoin is a token on the BitShares platform. It's like Bitcoin with superpowers. Decentralized and secure. Quick and easy transfer of value. Voting users with Flex can vote for the direction of such Flex's development. The more coins you hold, the more votes you get. How to get Flex? Sign up for a BitShares account. Don't forget your password. Uh, BitShares Open Ledger info. Such Flex coin. Inside Such Flex, choose Redeem Flex, and then enter your BitShares account name. And it says today you can get Flex at a discount and help fund the development for our solution. And at this moment in time, the exchange rate is 1 flex equals 0.0016 BTC. 0.0016.
0: Yeah,
2: 0.0016 BTC, yep. All
0: right, so the total market cap they're looking for is uh, 1,600 Bitcoin then.
2: That's quite, there we go. that's quite a lot,
0: but fair enough, you know, Uh Quite a few companies have, uh, gone about doing this, uh, if you were to invest, anyone that's listening, uh, do not view this as, like, a guarantee as, like, you know, holdings in a company, uh, view it as, like, an, a, as a, an informal donation that could be, you know, uh, rewarded in the future or made more, uh, real, you know, in the future, uh, like I know that Blockpay, uh they did like uh an open POS, uh, open POS uh token, right? Which when you bought it it, it was like a, an initial funding phase or well it was kinda like a donation phase for uh their company to work on their uh, blockpay application and uh when they did their second uh funding uh round which was like an official ICO. Uh those that held an open POST token actually received like a big discount, you know, on uh the blockpay token that is being that currently backs the blockpay app or whatever. So this is pretty cool and it's pretty interesting that it's being used to decide the the direction of uh block development. I think sixteen hundred uh, Bitcoin is a bit crazy considering it's like just pretty much a multi Uh You know, but nonetheless, it's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah. I'd advise if... Sorry, if you were to seriously consider uh, investing, I'd consult uh, financial advisors, you know?
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely. uh, But it just goes to show it's being used. They're number four in our uh, neural network. That's pretty cool. So they're doing a lot of crunching. Mm. The only problem that I see here is this is really against... Gridcoin, and they're using our neural network
0: in what way do you say
2: well it's competition isn't it
0: i don't think competition is against our neural network though is it
2: yeah no what i'm saying they're using our neural network uh, as a as a, a way of funding themselves i suppose
0: I, I don't think that's entirely the case i think they uh, they're pointing users towards boink which is beneficial towards boink right and uh I think, the cur- I think the current I think the current state is that when you run their such client, right? Uh, whatever you crunch, you earn like their intermediary token, right? And then you can cash that out uh, to one token or whatever. You don't directly get the grid coin unless you're like an advanced user. But I'm not sure if those advanced user tiers are available yet. So that could be currently slightly detrimental when they do introduce the ability for you to directly, uh, gain the grid coin to your such flex account or whatever. That's fair. That's fair enough. You know, uh, they do take a 20% cut, but that's, that's fair, man. Like Katie takes a 5% cut, but that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, yield a profitability at the moment for KT. you know, which does kind of suck, uh, I think what's more of a cons- uh, a a problem, or well, not so much a problem, or a consideration that you should take into account, or uh, you should monitor, is that uh, with the current uh, vote weight type that's in favor of the mag plus balance, right? It's not been modified to be the five to one. It's currently one to one, right? Uh, which means that uh, such flex could potentially, as a commercial business, vote with their vote weight. You know, and uh vote projects out if they were up for uh, you know, whitelist vote or uh you know, potentially vote on uh, foundation expenses and stuff. Not that I'm saying that they would, but at the same time they're entirely justified to do so. You know, it's not picking any grid call in terms of conditions and stuff, you know. Uh but you know, uh utilizing the neural network, that's fine by me. They're crunching bank they're earning grid coin they're sending that grid coin in a form to their users you know so there it is
2: yeah i don't know i I, one of the things i don't like about them and i'll be very frank here is if you put such flex on a machine you cannot run boink as well
0: i didn't know that that may be worth something kind of like messaging them about you know but at the same time uh I could see how that could be the case. You know, they're running the SuchFlex uh, client. It's probably running a Boink client behind it. If you want to run both the SuchFlex client and Boink at the same time, your your PC is going to be like, why are you running two Boink clients at the same time? I only want to run one, you know? So perhaps it's one or the other kind of thing, you know? But that's it's potentially something worth contacting them about, you know, potentially you could get them to make their such flex, uh, client, uh, identify the point client it's running as different from the, uh, standalone point client so that both could run at the same time. Uh, realize that they are a startup. So these issues are like, uh, you know, kind of like a teething phase, like, uh, uh, this is all new to them, so if you do raise something to them, potentially they will take it on board. It is only like the two or three people that are working on it, so it's not a massive like uh, company at the moment. They are like in uh, an incubator phase, so it will kind of ramp up in uh, professionalism in the future, definitely. What would be really cool is if they could contribute towards the. Open source pool kit development. If you're listening, guys, uh, I would really appreciate that. That would be really cool.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's certainly a good idea. But no, the only thing, the only, my only real worry. I'm not really talking about Flexcoin as a as, as a direct competition to Breadcoin. I'm talking about the uh, the fact that they could vote out projects and the neural net. That's what I was talking about, as you mentioned.
0: Yeah, then, in that case, it's worth definitely worth. Uh, Backing me up in the uh, the issue that I raised in GitHub is it, quite easy to find. It's just the, uh, the magnitude plus balance vote weight type uh, GitHub issue. Uh, if it's just myself, guys, mentioning, you know, well, raising issues or, you know, commenting in issues, then it's not holding much weight. It's just me versus Rob kind of thing. If it's a bunch of us agreeing, uh, you know, and... Uh, Saying so in GitHub itself, then it holds more weight, and it may result in a more direct action being taken, rather than you know I say something, Rob reacts, and then we have a stalemate kind of thing. You know?
2: Do you want to do you want to stick a link on here? Yeah, uh, two customer? seconds. I'll just grab it, mate. No, I see such flex really more more of a a, a, a way to improve liquidity again. Uh, but not purely as competition. You've been very quiet here, APC.
0: Such flex will be good I'm for liquidity. Oh, he's uh, alive! Yeah, Mercosti, uh, regarding uh, such flex and liquidity, I think uh, it will be good for downwards liquidity. You know, if you want to buy Gridcoin, you know, uh, such flex could potentially deliver more people selling the Gridcoin. You know, if it's being converted to another cryptocurrency directly rather than the users receiving the grid coin and holding it you know what I mean
2: so yeah yeah gotcha
0: I posted the github issue uh, for anyone listening it's github issue number 87 uh, I would appreciate some backup
1: <laughs> no problem excellent cheers guys should we
0: conclude it there for this weekend yeah, I'm a happy camper are right, excellent uh thanks everyone for attending uh, at the end we had uh apc bmx myself uh custom miner Aircan, fuzzy uh thanks for attending fuzzy uh mercosti and pepperino again uh dedicated once again uh, <laughs> uh we will be hanging out again uh on the next saturday which is the 15th of october uh We will be holding it at uh, 9pm GMT. So thanks everyone for attending. Much appreciated. Uh, Keep crunching.